Hello, Cryptonauts. Here's another episode on Tuesday, June 16, 2020, because I decided to take a few days off, but I'm still going to give you your crypto news. So with that said, I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, instead of giving you the top 10 crypto average daily, I want to present to you the top 10 crypto exchanges by trade volume. Starting off with BitMEX. With, I don't know how I'm going to play this out. Uh, let's just go with changes. The percentage changes. Um, at 40, okay, so start again. Let's start this again. Start off with BitMEX with a 46.95% loss. Second place, we have Bitstamp settling at 47.21% loss. Honestly, I don't know what the loss is. What, what are they losing? Uh, continuing, third place, we have Bitflyer, 48.41% loss. Uh, is that by, vo well, what did I say, trade volume? Okay, so this is this what they're losing? I'm not sure. One, two, three, four, five. Gemini, $17 million with a 55.54% loss. And in sixth place, ItBit with a four, settling at 4 million with 58.53% loss. And what were it? Six, seventh? What? One, two, three, four, five, six. Shoot, lost my spot. One, two, three, four, five. CEX.io with 3 million settling at 44.39% and then Corbit settling at 2 million with 64.50% and I think ETH Flyer is the last one at $1.5 billion with a 46.06% loss. That's, I think that's only eight. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, two more, two more. EXX coming in, settling at one, uh, $948 million with a 37.28% loss. And in 10th place, we have BCEX with $804 million, 21.55% loss. Okay, that is your top 10 crypto exchanges by trade volume I guess losers I'm not sure what to call them they're all in the red um, but it's that's interesting I've never actually honestly I've never never looked at the exchange trade volumes this is the first time so um, ah, something new so I, I have to look at it a little more to understand what all this means because I, I normally just look, look at coins top 10 coins so hey, hey we're experimenting there's a lot of different exchanges on here look at this Wow, okay. So once again, we are actually using, let me plug it in, let me plug it in, coin360.com. That is C-O-I-N, number three, number six, number zero, dot com. So with that said, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with your crypto news of the day.
All right, Cryptonauts, since I owe you some crypto news on June 14th, I'm not going to skip that. I will give it to you right here, right now. Starting off with Mark Cuban. Oh, starting off with the news coming in from decrypt.co. All right, Mark Cuban, stock market is just like dot-com bubble. Okay, what does he mean? He, it means billionaire investor Mark Cuban has compared the current stock, stock market climate to the internet bubble of the late 1990s. In a Real Vision interview published this week, Cuban said, the boom in a day trading is just like the dot-com boom, since lots of new traders are causing a rally in the market that could soon come crashing down. In the current stock market boom touches Bitcoin, then crypto investors could be in for a rough time. In the mid-March coronavirus-inspired stock market crash, the price of Bitcoin crashed by 40% in just a few days. Some tech companies' stocks have stored amid the pandemic. The video conferencing app Zoom recently hit a market cap of $50 billion, around double that of Ethereum. During the dot-com bubble, excessive speculations in tech-related companies and the growing adoption of the internet caused the prices of stocks to soar before crashing. Cuban said the same could happen with today's stock market as more people get involved in trading, causing an overvaluation of prices, adding that he was worried about people not typically experienced in investing getting involved. Cuban said a boom in a day trading, thanks in part to mobile apps, has led lots of people to appear like they, they're experts as markets rally. Robinhood, a popular trading app, added over 3 million funded accounts this year. Analysts attributed Robinhood to surge of the stock prices of companies like Hertz, the bankrupt car rental company whose stocks soared last week. The Hertz stock price has multiplied by nine times in the previous two weeks. Cuban might be worth listening to. The American investor who features the, the features on the panel of the TV show Shark Tank made its fortunes from tech boom of the 90s. The genius investor saw the dot-com bubbles crash coming in the 90s, but managed to get out safely with a cleverly devised insurance plan that protected his shares in Yahoo, one of the earliest internet pioneers. Cuban, who is worth over $4 billion, is the owner of the Dallas Mavericks basketball team and constantly speaks out about AI. But the investor has previously blasted Bitcoin, saying the cryptocurrency was too complicated to go mainstream and doesn't have a use case outside of speculation though comparison have previously been drawn between bitcoin's 2017 crash and the dot-com bubble if that's anything to go by cubans should be backing the cryptocurrency as it's only going to increase in value all righty mr mark cubano next news load more here we go all right where are we at listen up light bulb vibrations can be used for audio surveillance what uh, i don't know if this is crypto related but we'll look at it no matter how much mind-blowing fantasy tech is dreamed up for spy flicks the truth is sometimes stranger than fiction that was proven again this week with the release of research from the Ben Gurion University of the Negev and the Wiesman Institute of Science, which showed that audio can be remotely surveilled, surveyed, 
in real time by watching the minuscule vibrations of a hanging light bulb. In other words, no matter how much you try to maintain your privacy by using blockchain-based messenger apps, mixers, or privacy coins, there's always someone out there dreaming up of ways to undermine your efforts for privacy. The lamp phone technique is described as a novel sidechain attack in a research paper and it uses a laptop along with a $400 electro-optical sensor pointed at the hanging light bulb at a distance. The sensor can capture the minute vibrations created by sound waves on the bulb's glass surface and then translate it into recovered audio that closely matches the real sound from the room. According to the report, the theory was tested with an eavesdropper's positioned on a pedestrian bridge approximately 25 meters outside of an office window. From that position, the eavesdroppers was able to capture data that was reconstructed in real time to deliver renditions of the Beatles' Let It Be and Coldplay's Clocks that was instantly recognized by Shazam and Soundhound. It could also pick up con conversations that the Google Cloud Speech API accurately translated into text. Wow, the, the premise built upon existing surveillance concepts that the research claimed are more limited, such as a visual microphone, gyroscope, and laser microphone. The team will share its findings in August as the Black Hat 2020 virtual conference. Wow, 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 wow. Any sound in the room can be recovered from the room with no requirement to hack anything and no device in the room. Researcher Ben Nasi told Wired, you just need line of sight to a hanging bulb at, and this is it. This is a very specific use case, but these initial findings could lead to further research that uncovers additional methods. Luckily, the team said they're releasing the research so that all can understand and further explore it, not just law enforcement. Huh. Wow, 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 that's mind blowing mind-blowing okay next news okay let's see where we at where we at uh don't update your wasabi wallet if you use trezor okay why a professional safety announcement from privacy focused bitcoin wallet wasabi today don't update your wasabi wallet if you use a trezor device if you do you could temporarily lose access to your bitcoin while you're at it, don't update your Trevor's device if you're using a, using Wasabi. If you're using a Trezor Model T, don't update to version 3. Point, no, correction, 2.3.1. And if you're using a Trezor 1, don't update to 1.9.1. Why? Last Wednesday, the inventors of the Trezor hardware wallet, Satoshi Labs, told its customer about a security vulnerability that could force its users to pay extortionate mining fees. Satoshi Labs fixed the issue with Trezor, but the update messed things up for the services like Wasabi and the BTC Pay server, wrote Jomar Makato, Makato, a software developer at Wasabi Wallet. Wasabi Wallet is a privacy-focused Bitcoin wallet that has coin joins backed into it. Coin joins obscure Bitcoin transactions by jumbling lots of transactions together in batches before sending them off elsewhere. Because the Bitcoin was mixed together, it's difficult to, to determine the identities of those executing transactions. Wasabi interacts with Trezor, a cold wallet, to let it 
sent bitcoins using these coin joints, Wasabi sends a partially signed bitcoin transactions to the treasurer and the treasurer confirms the transactions once its owners sign off on it. But treasurer's new update doesn't work with Wasabi since the treasurer thinks that the partially signed bitcoin transaction is invalid. The treasurer device could also have to expand a lot of energy and space to access previous transactions data potentially making the partially signed Bitcoin transactions file too large for the treasurer. In light of the afore aforementioned problem, we at Wasabi Wallet are urging our users with Trezor hardware wallets to hold off updating their device, wrote Mikado. In an addendum, he wrote, we, we are advertising users not to update Wasabi Wallet until the fixes are out due to the potential of bad actors distributing a malicious copy of Wasabi Wallet and exploiting the vulnerability. Until it's fixed, stay safe out there. Okay, there it is, there it is. Next news. Let me see where we at, Wasabi? Okay, Bitcoin transaction fees fall by 89% in under a month. Uh, Bitcoin's transaction fees have dipped to fresh lows. The cost of sending the cryptocurrency now averages 71 cents. Data from BitInfo charts shows. Bitcoin transaction fees have plummeted since a spike last month following May 11th's halving. The cost of sending Bitcoin reached a peak of $6.65 on May 20th, the highest average transaction fee since July 2018. Some ex experts said transactions fees would rise after the May 11th halving, and they did. But they have been on gradual slope downward since. Data shows transaction fees have dropped by almost 90%, 89.3% to be precise, in just 25 days. The last time fees were this low was at the end of April when they when they fleetingly dipped to 66 cents. They then soared ahead and soon after the halving as more people made transactions on the network. Okay, next news. Quickly now. Do 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 do. Hmm. Mask book. Maskbook, a Chinese dev builds a Web3 Trojan horse on Twitter and Facebook. When President Trump's executive order on Section 230 took Twitter by storm a few weeks ago, it heightened the debate on whether social media platforms have a duty to moderate user-generated content. China's social media users are all too familiar with government censorship too. So maybe it's time for a grassroots bottom-up Chinese solution to the problem of government censorship. Su Yan, founder of Shanghai-based Dimension Tech, thinks so. His product, Maskbook, is a Web 3.0 layer on top of Web 2.0 that enables users to post encrypted surveillance-free messages on Twitter and Facebook so that only the people you want can see them. For this week's Dabing, I sat down with Yan to discuss, to discuss what Maskbook does and how it will bridge Web 2.0 and Web 
Born and raised in China, Yan was an investigative journalist before he was an engineer. Among other things, he is known for popularizing a cross-dressing movement among coders in China, known as big dudes in dresses. Though he identifies as straight and is married, Yan has said that cross-dressing helped him write bug-free code. He unveiled Mask Book in January. It gained momentum shortly thereafter during the Chinese New Year's when it launched a Twitter red packet campaign with MakerDAO. The campaign allowed Maskbook users to claim DAI tokens on Twitter via a red packet, a traditional way for Chinese to bestow blessings during the Chinese New Year's. Yang told me that the campaign increased DAI's number of users by 15%. More recently, as part of Bitcoin Hyping Celebration, it ran another red packet campaign with OKB, the exchange token of OKX, one of the largest crypto exchanges in the world. The red packet campaigns were a kind of Trojan horse. Their aim was to do more than simply introduce Maskbook as an encrypted messaging service. Rather, our secret weapon is to open the gates of the Web 3.0 world to users of the Web 2.0 platforms in a decentralized, non-custodial manner, Yan told me. Think about wrapping Ethereum IPFS dApps and even CryptoKitties on Facebook so that users can access Web 3.0 information without leaving Web 2.0. That is literally what Maskbook intends to do. The extension includes an Ethereum wallet, enabling it to become an easy, easier to use gateway to all kinds of Web3 dApps. Building a new world on top of the old world. Yet the idea of building Web3.0 applications on Web2.0 platforms can sound rather contra contradictory. If a new world were to be built anyway, why bother to build it on top of an existing platform? For Jan, there are two benefits to building a bridge rather than starting afresh. First, he believes that the tech giants such as Facebook and Twitter still have a significant amount of network lock locked in. People will not switch easily. I don't think many can leave Facebook for other platforms, he said. For example, it, it's really hard to persuade users to switch to Signal when everyone else is using WhatsApp. Second, he believes that big tech will still remain dominant because like because the likes of Facebook and Twitter will continue to buy out any rising social media platforms to fend off competition, just like what Facebook did to Instagram. But to me, Yan's approach, despite being novel, sounds a lot like this super app approach of China's famous WeChat and Alipay, where many programs are stacked on top of a messaging app. The difference here is that the mini program are dApps that could be decentralized and are anti-surveillance by nature. I worry that there's still strong technical and business reliance on the underlying infrastructure. For example, if Facebook were to fall out of favor one day, where would Maskbook get its users? A global citizen solving a global problem. Prior to founding Dimension, Jan was a freelance journalist who investigated sensitive topics touching government's nerves such as Japan's Fukushima nuclear power plant growing up in China. I've always taken a close eye to watch the worst part of centralized governments, he said. And the perspective, I think, is what set him apart from other crypto founders. He has an innate interest in studying government and systems, which provided him perspective on what should be decentralized and what not, which is manifested as Massbook's unique design to be built on top of a centralized network, yet wrapping all the decentralized gems in it. The idea is to corrupt the existing system within rather than attacking it from the outside, he told me. In addition to being a writer and journalist, Jan was also the main driver behind the Anti-996 license, 
which requires companies to ban unhealthy work schedules from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. six days a week. When asked why he is dedicating his time to building a product that has little to do with his home country, Jan said, think about Vitalik Buterin, Ethereum co-founder. He is a Russian-Canadian who inherited, inherited a Japanese name protocol but enhanced it and subs subsequently raised an angel round in China. Following that logic, perhaps the Chinese-born Shanghai resident Yan can raise an angel round from VCs in the US. Crypto is truly global. Wow. We'll leave it at that. All right, Cryptonauts. Until next time. Adios. Thank you.